life. Well, that's the red light. You know what that means? That means we're alive. The show has finally started, brothers. We are fresh off of WrestleMania. And there was quite a bit to talk about because for the many highs, it seems like we got that many lows. But we also have a lot of things to discuss in regards to WWE finally being sold to Endeavor Sports. What does that mean? What is to come? What does that mean for the WWE in, 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 in total? But guess what? We're going to get into that. All of those conversations right after this. <laughs> Watch this. And I think he's frozen. Are we watching him be frozen? Am I back? Uh, there you go. You're back. Am I back? We don't know, we don't know where you went. <laughs> yeah. Wait, am I back? Okay, let's try this again. Welcome to the Wrestling Round Now podcast where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch our flagship show, The Wrestling Rum, and all the content anytime on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Rum. I am your host, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, the Jack Daddy himself, Brian H. Waters. He is your host, Brandon the Guy, the Guy, and conspicuous by his absence, he is your host, has the third H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, three to the R to the D, and we are the Wrestling Realm. You can follow us on social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Wrestling Realm, two Ws. Like, subscribe, and engage in a conversation with us. You can also stream it down all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, you can watch and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. See how fast that was? Mm-hmm. You see what I did? I just, jumped, I just jumped right into it. We're running behind today, so it's okay. You can shop now, everything Wrestling Realm at WrestlingRealm.com. That's right. T-shirts, mugs, hoodies. Shop our merchandise. Support the brand. Support being a fan of superior wrestling intellect. So many things to buy, including this. The Jack Daddy Brian H. Waters t-shirt go along with him on his fitness journey as Brian H. Waters has transformed his mind, his body, and soul. And we celebrate that transformation with this Jack Daddy Brian H. t-shirt. And if you purchase this t-shirt, guess what? You will receive a special message from Brian H. at some point in time. So you can look forward to that if you support uh, Brian H. by buying this t-shirt at WrestlingRealm.com. That's where you can find all of our merchandise. Also, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive shows, content, and bonus material. We are revving up as we kind of take this new journey into what is considered widely to be known as the new season of professional wrestling. But that goes as well as far as content creation. So patreon.com. You can find things such as Brian just thoughts. You can find out about his first WrestleMania trip and all the tea that ended up getting spilled while he was there with him and has the third, as well as exclusive content like Wrestling Figure Wednesdays, Brian just thoughts, and so much more to come. Also, 
we are adding we we have added a brand new show brand everything to the wrestling realm championship culture featuring brandon the guy guy that's right ladies and gentlemen championship culture is a new brand it's 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 an aspect of the wrestling realm that has been there but now we have someone that can focus on it full-time brandon is known as the belt king but he is the belt king for a reason he has brought so much to the table and there's so much the content to come, including shows, reels, exclusive live unboxings, advice about uh, championship re- replicas, vendors, where to buy them from, what's legit and what's not legit. Tune in. Coming, 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 coming soon. Championship culture to the wrestling realm. We definitely welcome Brandon, the guy, guy, and his brand, championship culture to the wrestling realm. Also, if you are looking... To buy, if you're looking to purchase tickets for concerts, events, and so much more, guess what? You can use purchase code Wrestling Rum to get $20 off of your purchase on tickets that are $50 or more. This is a one time purchase, by the way. So if you're looking to buy tickets for the first time and you're looking to save $20 on your purchase of $50 or more, and I'm pretty sure that shouldn't be a problem as much as tickets cost these days, you can head over to SeatGeek right now and use promo code Wrestling Rum. That's two W's, W R. E S T L I N G W R E A L M. Bam. SeatGeek.com. $20 off your purchase. And, gentlemen, here we are. Ha! So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I was waiting. I was going to say it, but I. That's I, a perfect segue. You see, I sat no, back, right? I sat back like, on that one. You see, I, like, as soon as I read it, I was like this. Ha! And I hunched over. And Look, over. With um, the exception, with the also the excuse of having a dying phone during the main event and needing to catch an Uber and oh, being rough. in Inglewood, so I had to preserve my battery. Inglewood always up to no good. No good. Uh, I said, well, you know, it was actually cool. It was nice. It was nice out there. Is it is, is it gentrified? I mean, I couldn't tell. You know, okay. I, I only went there for WrestleMania two nights. Okay, I will say this. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna save all my gloating until the show, because I told you that the tribal chief will reign supreme. Oh yeah! Ah, that was so perfect. (laughs) That was so perfect, you know? Because I think you might be the only one in the show that actually called that. Let's see. Is this still on here? No, it's not. Uh, You know, I know where it's at. I know. Well, I heard the yes chance. It seems fitting. Yeah, but you know that's that's not this this where is it? This I was no, like, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you at right now. Ouch, that's not cool. The crazy, <laughs> the crazy part is I had I took I took it off, but I had one of the Reddit reacts uh, acknowledge me sound bites on here as well. But I, it's, we had to make room for something else. But that oh, man. hurts a little bit. That was too much. Look, I'm just saying, you know, uh, what a match, what a match. But yeah, so we all want to talk about. All right, well, let's just go with that, gentlemen. We're running behind, and I promise we're not keeping you guys late because we have to do rum after the after after dark. So that means <laughs> when the show goes black, the show will continue, and we need to have we're going to have a show after the show. So we're not going to be before you. Yeah, Brian usually does his uh, you know, his um, his his drive through Russell Russell rum shows when he's trying to speak through. And, and today we're going to do our best to get to that point. So we're going to get down to the point. We're here to talk about WrestleMania. We're here to talk about the uh, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 39 recap in Los Angeles. California. Brian H., you were there. You got to experience it live and in person. You got to do a lot of cool things while you are there. So, before we get into what everybody thought about the show, could you just go ahead? You might as well. I mean, you kind of already started. Why yeah. don't you go into uh, telling us about your trip, 
um you know uh do, do you want to tell people what you do i don't know if, you know yeah man look, okay. look yeah because i want them to tune into the content man okay. over 30, over 15 hours of audio and produced for the ring of wrestling show uh you can check that out even spotify the people at spotify was so gracious to create us a playlist so if you have a spotify podcast app go in there you just search um wrestlemania 39 and there's a full podcast playlist of all the shows including yours truly sitting down mm-hmm. on the couch with my guy stack guy greg talking to former wwe champion drew mcintyre one of the highlights of the interview um i asked him did he have any advice for cody rhodes going into this match you know i said you got any advice for him we had already talked to him about the intercontinental match i would asked him about him cutting the ring last year because i always wanted to know like did ray mysterio get upset he said no he's a nice guy but um he said you know one of the things he would have to do is go through and uh attack the whole family because uh that's the only way he's the only way to beat roman is you gotta go through the whole family he said my gosh it's so many of them he said i had to go knock on uh, the rock's door and beat him up too and i love the rock but gotta take him out so that was pretty cool um I got to give a shout out to a little homie that uh, a few of us met. And that's a whole little homie, Zach, man. Uh, Zach is about 10 years old. And when I tell you this kid was so intelligent, uh, and, and this is the third time he's going to get a shout out today as we gave him one on Wednesday Worldwide, as we gave him one on Fan Club. Uh, he was sitting there in front of us, me, Cal, Queen PR, Andreas Hale, Ben Cruz, Krista B., and, and Zach, it was to a point where, you know how it was when we would go to WWE shows in 2011 and those yeah. kids, it was the same energy. But Zach wasn't just rooting and yelling for his favorite wrestler. He was giving actual breakdowns on why he was conflicted at 10 years old, at 10 <laughs> years old, conflicted on if he wants the bloodline to retain the titles or if he wants um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to retain uh win the title and mm. legitimately and the even conflict the conflict um you know I even had to give a shout out to his dad because and, and I said man you first of all the brother took not one not two but three children of WrestleMania oh wow I so I was, yeah and he said look man I ain't really into this but this is his thing okay. so That's you know it, it, bingo so you know he took down all our podcast names so he might tune in so I definitely wanted to give him a shout out um, Where are you from? California, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was wondering. I'm like, how far did he, he travel? He brought everything. No, I, I didn't even. I didn't even get into all that. To be honest with you, um, because he said he wasn't sure if he was coming. They didn't come tonight, too. Uh, which was like, man, because like even as Cal said earlier, he said, man, he said, take four decades of Cal and put it in a ten year old, and that's what you have right there in Zach. Uh, but man, just overall, the weekend was great. Like I said, work was phenomenal. Got a chance to talk, chop it up with Bailey. Uh, she was just an absolute joy to speak with. Uh, you know, she's somebody who, you know, she knows who she is, but she still said like she always has something to prove. And you look at Bailey, like, what else you got to prove? But you know, just that hunger and that fire and desire. That's why, it's, you know, it's unfortunate on what's going on. You know, we hoping that you know i hope that whatever it is they get it done because i don't want to see bailey leave the wwe but i wouldn't be surprised to see her join her wrestling soulmate as she said she wants sasha to come back and they you know because that's her dream match at wrestlemania um 
so you know that's a little bit you know wally mania there's a couple exclusive photos on the patreon that i left there uh that i had the honor of taking uh from wally mania just to say one of them is a former women's champion that won the title at wrestlemania and if you know me you know it's the only time i actually shed a tear in the building so if you dig deep in the wrestling realm you'll know what i'm talking about i probably gave it away but um yeah that was pretty cool shout out to all the homies was out there representing well uh shout out to mellow hayes your new nxt champion got a chance to chop it up with him he actually remembered last year we took the photo at wally mania with the matches shoes shout out to the homie wesley we know as devion you know he did his thing um he was in vip at wally mania like they, they had a nxt vip and he was like yo like told the security guards like no that's my boy let let him through uh, he's like, all right you can only come by yourself i'm like i'm literally standing here by myself but whatever <laughs> so um it was always good you know uh but it was a great great time los angeles if it was only one negative thing about the trip it's only one negative thing and that was the weather the weather never really it, it never got above 70 wow yeah In california in california everybody was like yo coming from the east coast we was looking forward to that man i had a bunch of chalk line shorts packed and didn't wear not one of them and you know what now that you mentioned it i saw a lot of chalk line jackets i probably should i, I guess i didn't say it in your mind but i'm <laughs> you like think you know it was what? more fashion thing you wearing the yeah, jacket yeah, yeah. yeah no nah, we was you know we was all rocking chalk line uh shout out to uh sir walkers who like yo let's get this chalk line um photo taking me him queen pr of those wrestler girls so you know, we was all rocking our chalk line. So we, you know, the chalk line family thing. Of course, the chalk line people, they loved it. Shout out to them. Um, you know, so uh I'm I'm gonna get the Hollywood jacket. I'm waiting to I'm gonna get them from Chalk Line's website, you know, use the promo codes, but then I'll I'll get the Hollywood jacket. I wore last year's jacket and then the one from WrestleMania 36. I actually wish I, I was like, man, I only underpack because I only took three, and I was like, I wish I would have took more. I had the classic mania too, but um yeah, and Dylan says, can we acknowledge that stage? Absolutely. The best set, in my opinion, I know I may be biased, but when I walked in there, I was, like, blown away. Like, Triple H said just, the same thing. Yeah, it's just like, wow. You know, um, so, like, and on my way to the presser set Sunday night, well, actually leaving the presser, just walking on the floor, I kept looking at it, it as, like, like, not real close to it, but just kind of closer, and just looking up at him, like, yo, this is, this is amazing. So uh, that's a quick recap. It's funny because I haven't done no like full recap of the show. Uh, mm -hmm. But to me, and I know y'all going to say, you say this every year. I thought last year was the best <laughs> WrestleMania. It was my you, favorite WrestleMania. You literally say this every time. You <laughs> to the, whatever the latest one is, that's it. You, you, you know what? The only one I can say I can dial back on is 33. I think okay. because everything that like happened don't exist no more. <laughs> like It's just like they just erased it. You know what I mean? Sure. But this one... This one from start to finish. And you know what the best part is? The TV doesn't do justice how loud it was in there. Whatever. I can only imagine, bro, because it was loud on TV. You know, we had that we had that discussion all the I'm like, man, I know it's loud in there because yeah, you, like you could barely hear. Like you when like when you watch like a regular TV show, Monday Night Raw, right? It doesn't seem that mm -hmm. loud that big of a deal. But like when you go to an actual show, you're like, man, it's loud in here. It's really packed. And that shows you the difference in sound. So when you're home. And you hear how loud it is from the TV. You're saying, "Oh, I can only imagine how really loud it is." Like, because I'm telling you, like, I, I watch Monday Night Raw and not be phased by it. We can we can drive to a show. You'd be like, "Man, it's live in here." And then you watch it back on TV, like, "Oh, it didn't look all that loud." So, I uh, trust me, I can only yeah. imagine how loud it was. 
the loudest pop I've ever been in was when mm, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens won the belts. No, you, you know? didn't. What did you say? I didn't. When Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens won oh, the tag yeah. titles. I remember that. Match. You know, was that, um, like, that was on. So that was louder than Cody's whoa doing his song when they all yelled it. The whoa. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Which one was louder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy and Kevin was louder because uh, people people had been like up, up, and then when it like finally happened, just like that place exploded, you know. Right. And I would say like having two nights definitely benefits because people are able to keep that same energy throughout, you know. Oh, one another highlight for me was Wally Mania. I mean, I was, you know, getting content for the ringer. I had the, the keys to the ringer social. So I was mm-hmm. doing a lot of Instagram stories. And um, at one point, I remember I got up there and I was doing um, I was getting the videos. The Uso came out. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Emilio Sparks hands me the microphone. I'm like, what do I need with this? So I'm like, okay, I'm holding the microphone. Then as soon as I could, I gave it to one. Uh, I think I probably gave it to Solo. Oh, but he wasn't supposed to talk, but he still did. Y'all got to listen to the uh Mass Man episode to hear what he said wasn't necessarily family friendly, but you know, then afterwards, listening to Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and uh, Jay, and I said to Jimmy, I said, Man, it was crazy out there. He said, It's lit out there. Who's saying it? And I was like, Yeah, man. And um, you know, talking with so I actually talked to Solo about um, you know, telling him like that me and Lance kind of came up in the business together, like as Lance was starting out, we were starting the wrestling round. And so, you know, it was pretty cool. You know, they was cool. Um, Trinity, just the uh, absolute sweetheart, as y'all can imagine. Of course. You know, she, yeah. she saw a picture of my daughter. I was telling her about it, like, that she's a fan. I showed her pictures. She was like, oh, my goodness, look at her natural hair and stuff like that. So um, Ricky Stark said he knew who I was. Like, he heard of me, knew who I was, which kind of shocked me. Was um, he giving Hollywood talk or is he for real? I don't know. He said, oh, I know. That. I just heard that name before. Like, what? Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. Well, I believe he's heard your name before. Yeah, you know. I tell to. you, it was cool uh, catching up with Adam Cole, though. Cool catching up with Adam Cole and Britt Baker. He, he, he was at they were, they were at Wally Mania. Yeah, I was like, "This is your first time." He's like, "No, I've been here before." But man, it feels so good to be back. So it's cool catching up with them. So mm-hmm. it's just it's, it was a it was a big family reunion. You know, it's okay. definitely a big family reunion. Uh, and, you know, just like I said, just to see people show up, show out. Watching all um, all the media homies do their thing, you know, mm-hmm. getting up early the next morning, eight o'clock, going to the presser, doing their thing. That was cool, you know. A couple of people, you know, hit the ignore button, but it's all good. Uh, <laughs> but wait, it was wait, a wait, lot wait. of fun. <laughs> Some, hold, hold on, time out. So, <laughs> a, couple, <laughs> hold on, a couple of people called you, you hit the ignore button, or you called Mm-mm. a couple of people and they hit the ignore button. Mm-mm, I'm saying walking around, they, you know they made left turns like they didn't know okay you know heel turns i was about to say do you think i have to do with any heel turns because when hogan first turned heel i mean a lot of people didn't speak to him afterwards either <laughs> how fitting is it that you have an nwo shirt on right now <laughs> no no it's okay we're not gonna go we'll leave it alone but i'll tell you what was cool though yes sir me and dominic and me and dominic in person and uh rhea ripley I can only imagine. They're, they're, I think anytime you do like with younger talent, like mm-hmm. the young folks, you're gonna <laughs> you get to experience a different side of them. And uh, it sounds like you had a lot of fun, man. It's uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to just all the content that comes from T 
just that entire trip that you had. But we're, we're going to go to Brother Brandon real quick. I want you to hold your um, hold your thoughts about WrestleMania, Brandon. You you said you said it was you felt like it was the best the best one ever. Now yeah. are you saying the best WrestleMania ever that you ever enjoyed, or just the best one that you've ever experienced? Because there's a difference. Yeah. Um, definitely experienced, but also when I say enjoyed, I mean I'm going like watching the matches, right? Mm -hmm. All the matches to me. I mean, all right, there's no perfect WrestleMania. I said this earlier, sure, right? People can talk about 17 is the greatest WrestleMania. That's always put in high regard. Why do you say it like it's not true? You like the greatest because the greatest. I recall you and I sitting there watching Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle, and you like, yo, please fast forward this match. Um. And then there's also like the triple threat with Raven. Oh, yeah, I guess you got a point. I forgot. Yeah, Raven, Big Show, and Kane. You know, there's matches on there that are duds too. Yeah, it's you just know what? that You're it's like right. the height of the Attitude Era. But with this one, was if, if there was like, all right, if there was like a ranking of the week is three matches or maybe two. Okay. Really, I'm saying as much as I hate to say this, the women's tag match. Only because, and I don't even think it was a bad match. I thought it did exactly what it had to do. I the crowd was wasn't into it, unless you, like, you know, were a fan. Sure. But I also, I actually didn't hate the finish of Ronda making everybody, like, just getting in there, making, getting a tap out and being out. I didn't hate that at all because of who Ronda Rousey is. I love it. She's right? a heel. Exactly. Um, Edge and Finn Balor. It's it's hard for me to really criticize that match. I know a lot of people say felt like it didn't deliver. I was into the match really? more. Yeah, I was into this match from Edge hmm. more than I've been in a while. Because last year at WrestleMania, I kept waiting for it to get started. Right, him and AJ right. Styles. I was like, okay, are y'all gonna get going? Y'all. And oh, then this, they had a match last year. Bingo. That's when wow. Judgment Day got started. Exactly. Damian Priest comes in the ring. Um, wow. but this one I was into it, they but then it was like the injury match, happened. Sure. And yeah. Then, and, and then, you know, I didn't understand the demon losing. And it was like, and then the intro, it's like the interest was fire, but why you put Brood Edge? Like, I was waiting for the music to keep. Music, yeah, yeah, I was, that's, yeah, yeah. And I remember, that's... like, Krista kept saying, oh, it's going to be Brood Edge. She was saying this, like, for three weeks. And I'm like, girl, whatever, right? And then when that happened, like, you just <laughs> see her, like, go crazy. And I'm like, all right, yo, you was right. But then you don't see them come out you don't hear the music and i was like yeah look what we got we literally got the words brood edge that and was no, it and, and no brood music yeah and then he Boom. comes to his classic music you know um yeah. so those but everything else like i love brock and omas uh i love the tag match with the men i, I thought you know angelo dawkins got his wrestlemania moment mm -hmm. uh so that was pretty cool to see um i don't know if y'all saw on the replay but i ended up on tv uh with no, ray and yeah, Ray and Dom, when they do a replay, they put them um, on the face of the guy who's got the Ray Mysterio mask, and I'm on the right side of him. I got to catch that, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's doing one of the re replay during the match. My homegirl, uh, Megan, shout out to her. She texted me and was like, bro, I just saw you on TV. I'm like, what? Like, like screenshot that joint. And then my aunt was like, she's like, I told your uncle it was you, but, you know, we ain't believe she, he ain't believe me. She's like, but I knew what shirt you had on. Sure, yeah. So... Uh, that was cool. So I haven't finished watching the whole show. Uh, but Charlotte and Rhea, they delivered. They delivered. I think it was also because of the inside controversy on who should main event. So they went out there to prove a point. But then the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had to prove a point. But I tell you, I never seen a crowd so split. Now in with this, then after the main event, when 
Roman Reigns won. You saw people mad. You saw people happy. You saw people trolling. And I thought that's how you deliver. Yeah. So uh, to, to, to kind of wrap up your whole synopsis of the WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the tough questions. I talked to Brother Corey. My six mm. and my six, and I asked him. I said, "How you know?" Same thing. I always ask him. You know, how, how was the show? I know you experienced it live. It's the same thing. You said electric. You know, nothing like it. And I asked him, "What was his uh, favorite night? Night one and night two? And he said, "Night one." Mm-hmm. And I asked him, "Why? Well, why, why was? Why was? Do you feel night one was?" He said, it "Just felt like it was more action, uh, as far as the live experience is concerned." And then I said, "Oh, you know, you're gonna go back. You know, why?" He said, "Oh, yeah, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. Is going to and just watch watch both nights straight." Um, so I asked you, sir. What night did you enjoy the most? Night one or night two? Personally, I enjoy night two more. Okay. Um, Why that? Because I, I, well, I was in the presser in night two. Okay. Uh, All right. So, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to ask a question. I didn't get called on. But, um, and uh, shout out, yeah, I didn't get called on. But that was personally. And also, it was, I think, because the main event took me for a ride that I like as a wrestling fan. Sure. I want to be, you know, I want to be at the edge of my seat. I want to be nervous and I want to conquer at the end. And yeah. that's what it did. Like a couple of months ago when MJF lost to, I mean, MJF beat Brian Danielson, they took me for a ride and I was disappointed, but I was supposed to be because I'm, I'm a fan looking at it that way. Not it wasn't the match was great. And when mm. I came back down and put my analyst hat on, so yeah, phenomenal match. But as a wrestling fan, my guy lost. Sure. Um, yeah. But night one was electric too, but yeah, I think personally I enjoy night two better. Okay, all right, that's fair. Um, I have to ask you another controversial question, but I'm gonna let Brother Brandon go because uh, I want him to get his two cents in. But I'm going here's what I'm gonna ask you. I want you to think about it. Mm-hmm. Did, did WWE make the right call putting Kevin Owens versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos as the main event? Did it deliver in comparison to? What could have delivered with Charlotte and Ray Ripley? Just think about it. Don't say anything yet. <laughs> but brother Brendan, sir, you got to watch it from a different perspective. As Brian H was in person, you got to watch it in the comfort of your own personal space. And sometimes that can be a little bit of a different experience, just because you get to relax. You kind of you kind of get to experience the biggest show on earth in a in a more personable way. You know, like kind of custom fit to how you want to do so. Um, no, no pun intended with your uh, your IG handle being custom guy nine one three. Uh, so, Brother Brandon, tell us, what did you think of this year's WrestleMania 39 overall? I mean, tell us night one, night two, whatever matches, highlights, ups, downs. Take it away. Overall, if I had to rate mm-hmm. it on a scale of one to ten, I think mm-hmm. it's a 9.5. Really? Um, That's how praise yeah. coming from you, because, you know, you, you're, you're a tough sell. Because you, 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 you've been around this block, you've seen a lot of wrestling, and you're not, you're not an easy, easy person to to, to, to really captivate as a wrestling fan. We're talking about a guy, ladies and gentlemen, that has gone into wrestling comas. Like, he'll disappear for months at a time and be like, nah, I've been trying to look for other stuff. Back in the Indies, back across the water. So for you to give a 9.95, that's some Ninja Turtles type stuff. Remember the song? 9.95. <laughs> I'm showing my age, but go ahead, sir. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. I did. So, and I, I guess I, for me, night one was more impactful, and I enjoyed night one more because okay. the mm-hmm. match is... I felt like every match delivered on different levels. Okay. Versus okay. night two, I felt like I was on a roller coaster ride, and yeah. it wasn't a it wasn't a bad roller coaster. I just felt like you know how back we used to watch SmackDown for the two hours. We're like, wow, that was a good two hours. Do you see Raw? You're like, 
that was three hours of okay, that was okay. Love. Yeah, it was like it was okay, but then and I and I accredit that to be like our back was on night one. So the tag team match, I knew that was gonna be I knew that was gonna be good. It, it had no choice but to be. You have the Usos who are one of the greatest tag teams of this era, if arguably one of the greatest tag teams, we can argue that down another time. But then you had two people that know each other so well that can just work well together and can do things. And the whole story, not necessarily the bloodline, but if you go back and watch the match, they told a story in that match. And it was like, even to the point, it was like, okay, this is the moment. Go to Charlotte Aria. Regardless of they felt like they should have been main event or not, I always think that whoever has the biggest story should be the main event. And the bloodline was the biggest story. Rhea and Charlotte really didn't have much of a story outside of two weeks worth of, oh, remember I beat you for the NXT women's title? Oh, I'm the Royal Rumble winner. And it was like, we forgot that in between hands, she was doing some stuff with Beth Phoenix and Edge. So really didn't get a chance to really pump her up to the point where the bloodline was because the bloodline has been, let's be honest, what, three years now we into this? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it's it's Charlotte Flair though. So I knew that match was going to be holy crap. Let's see what they're going to do. And I was not let down at all. Um, the other things on they won the tag team match, perfect to me. The United States Championship match, I I feel like Cena is slowing down, and he did the best that he could for what he could do. Like that wasn't the same Cena from. Five years ago, and arguably we we're not going to get that same Cena. You know what I mean? So it was like, okay, I'm okay with this. But overall, night one, I'm trying to think what else. What was the other highlight? The tag match. Um, what else was on night one? Why am I drawing a blank? What was the other matches on night one? It was the tag because night two was the Intercontinental match, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so okay. Night one was um. We got the SmackDown Women's Title match. We got the the Showcase match. Yes, the tag match. We got Cena versus Austin Theory. Yeah, I feel like I'm still forgetting something. Um, we got, I believe Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Was that oh, night two? Yeah, yeah. That was night one, right? Yeah, yep. Logan Paul and yeah. Seth, and then Omos, Omos and Brock. Omos and, and no, that Brock was that open night too. No, was so it, so it was it was Omos and Brock that started the show. Yeah, they open night too. Okay, but how um, did you feel about Seth's entrance? Like, so first off, I think that, and this is going to take you. This is going to laugh when he says, "I don't know if the wrestlers underestimate how long that ramp is." <laughs> so you could tell Steph was like, "Oh shoot, wait a minute!" And well, he they, just like, <laughs> he was like, video of them, stuff uh, <laughs> "There's video of them practicing, which is interesting to see." Yeah, and it's. It's crazy because the whole uh, there you go. Stephanie, there. Stephanie from the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Hey Stephanie, she said uh Don Ray and Ray, Dom. That's what I was missing. Yes, but Thank Steph, you, Dom. Steph, oh, man. Steph outfit was the MVP of the both nights. That's what I'm gonna say. And then Ray and Dom did exactly what I thought it would. I'm mm-hmm. just interested. I'm glad the story is not finished. I'm just interested. I'm so vested in the judgment day right now. And, and Beck, 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 Becky Lynch and the other lady. Yes, the other Trish, tag. Trish Stratus, Lita, and Damage Control. I felt Trish like that was. <laughs> she got me. Because the, the outfit, it took me back to sure WrestleMania did. 21. Yep. I think when she that was. With Christmas, 
And, and that's heel Trish. And I kept yes. saying, oh, she got that cowboy hat. That's heel Trish. Trish. And with the suspenders, I was like, oh, there's some of that dust being sprinkled. So I'm mm. going to say night one was better. I mean, in my opinion, it was more enjoyable. Not to say night two wasn't, but Brock and Omar's night two did exactly mm. what you thought it would. That Intercontinental title match, and Brian, you probably going to laugh when I say this, that then moved up to number one in my book for the Intercontinental title. Really? Yes. I believe it. I believe ah, that thing was man. That thing was good. It was all three, and I knew that those three together. Remember, I think I said it right after Royal Rumble. I said that's the match I want to see. I want to see the triple threat because I you mm-hmm. if you watch any of Gunther matches, he has a style that's going to say, "Pay attention to this match. Watch what I'm going to do." And then you have Sheamus and um oh god Drew Drew McIntyre, yeah, like. What what can't you? Let me tell you this about Gunther. Yeah, Gunther was locked in all weekend, right? When Mm -hmm. we um we spoke with him, he was like sitting there, like you know, most people like chill. It's interview, right? And it's a chance where you ask some fun questions and whatnot. Gunther wasn't having none of that. He was like the real Dwayne Allen at the interview, like, mm -hmm. yeah, he's like very respectful, but you knew he was gonna go out there and put on a performance. Oh, yeah. And I can see that. And honestly, that's that combination. You could do that match every premium live event, and it's going to be different every time. Mm-hmm. Bro, what? Because every every single Gunther match when he was NXT UK champion, I remember it. You know what I mean? Like, it, he made me remember that match. So it was, that was probably the highlight for me outside of the championship, the um, WWE Universal, blah, 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 championship match, because it was so. Wow, do I think the wrong person won? I'm like, dang, we missed out on Sheamus yet again. You know, his crowning of being the ultimate grand slam, grand slam yeah. champion. You know, and I feel bad for the man, but I'm like, all right, but when is he gonna get it? What are we gonna do? Like, I get it, we still building Gunther, and I, I feel like Gunther is there. He hasn't arrived yet, but he doesn't need that intercom title anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, you gonna give us another one of those? I'm okay. The uh, women's tag match. I just feel like the women could have did a little bit more. I was happy that Ronda slid in, but then Monday Night Raw kind of debunked everything that they did on Sunday because mm. you had Ronda slide in, take it as the heel that she's becoming, and then they're trying to push it to it. And it's like, well, I thought they would get a tag match. But no, we did something different on Monday. So it kind of like, I want to say what, we'll get there for another story. But um, yeah, the main event, and I said this to the real Dwayne Allen, all the signs were there, but we were too busy being fanboys to miss those signs. And all I'm going to say is this. I got nervous when Cody Rhodes' music hit and there was no downstairs there. I said, where are they? Why are they not performing? I said, oh, man, he's losing. And then when he stepped at the ring and he was looking around, I said, wait a minute, why is Brandy back there? Oh, God, he's not winning. Oh, God, she's behind the announce table. I was like, man. No, and I always say this, and I want y'all to look back at certain matches. When people come down to the ring, watch their expression. You can always tell. One of the biggest ways that you could tell, Biggie, when he wrestled for the Intercontinental title the first time, he came out there so amped. I said, oh, he's getting the title when he won the Intercontinental title the first time. When you can always tell it, Cody didn't look like Cody. He looked like, let me go do this job. And I was like, I went back and watched it again. I was like, I'm Look at Brian's face when you said that. You see his face? <laughs> yeah. So, 
seeing that and just the pyro, a little bit extra pyro, and he came down, the match to me was so who was it that said was it you Brian that said Roman Reigns has that ability to kick out and make you on that third, like, oh, that 2.99, whatever. I think you said something. I saw to that. somebody say that. No, I ain't say that. But... I thought you said, but it's crazy because Roman does do that, makes you believe they about to get that three, and it's like at that last possible second. And I, I'll say this to say, oh, not to the... man. I'm not what? trolling. I'm, I swear I'm not trolling. But come on, Steph. What'd she say? <laughs> We're going to acknowledge She's, it. <laughs> she stormed out immediately. Shout out to Stephanie. When she came through, we got we got so, to break bread together, have some wings together at the uh, the Ring of Wrestling meet and greet. It if, was great if, seeing her. If you have not watched or subscribed to the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, please, please, please head over there and mm-hmm. check out her. She has some of the greatest content, some of the greatest coverage in all of professional wrestling, including and not to mention all the women's wrestling content. And uh, she's such a proponent for women's wrestling, such an advocate for equality when it comes to this wrestling business. Such a talented uh, podcaster, uh, commentator. She does so many things. So if, if you hear us talk about her a lot, it's also definitely... Follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say, follow her on Instagram because she be throwing out those tidbits. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, she always throw out the women's facts. I'm like, oh, that is right. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, she, I think she does on Instagram and Twitter. Follow mm-hmm. her on all the social medias. Just, if you're not following her, go do it right now. Um, <laughs> Check out her story on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings as well. Learn about the how she got started. Excellent yeah. story. Something you don't want to miss. Such an inspiration to us all. Mm-hmm. Oh, so ahead, last Brian. thing right. about this mm-hmm. main event. So as it, <laughs> those near falls got me, but it's something about a Roman Reigns match. I'm mm-hmm. starting to remember them more and more You're because of the story the story is solving the ring he's got you that know, good. And I always, like i just keep remembering him like i'm like all right here we go oh shoot this is what he's gonna do and when he was when he had him in that guillotine i was like oh this is how he leaves but it wasn't oh mm-hmm. this is not spear this is it oh you know it was just every time it was like holy crap oh solos got ejected here come the usos it was like okay what else what else can we do i was like and it was another chapter, but it was another chapter. And I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to take it back to you, the way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to my guns that at the Royal Rumble, the Monday after the Rumble, WWE had one shot to fix it, and they didn't, and we're going to still have this problem. But both belts on one person. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's what tough. I'm going to say. I hate, I hate when you do that. You drop bombs and then say, hand it off to me. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Because that's such a loaded statement to make. And there's so much that I could say, but we have one day after all, we could have fixed this whole scenario because let's let's break two seconds. Cody said when he first came back, he wanted what WWE Championship. Okay, he won the Rumble, and the Royal Rumble one they gets to do what WWE Championship pick. No, they get to pick what they want, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they, yeah, they get to choose what, what championship okay. they want to go after, correct? They could have got themselves out of this scenario because I believe Roman at this point. Roman doesn't need to leave, lose until next year Mania if he loses. And don't no, let him lose that's then. A, that's a long yeah, time. He doesn't. No, I'm I'm on I'm 100 on board now. Don't let him lose till next year if that's the case, right? Let him be the person that made him in the most Mania so he can surpass somebody else that I'm not going to name because I know Brian is probably going to get giddy when I say that. Let them surpass that record. <laughs> let him 
break all the records, right? Next year, Mania, dethrone him at that point. But at this point, when if Cody would have just came out and said, I'm taking the WWE championship, because Roman would still have the reign. Universal championship, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. because that's the title that he has the most days. Not year. WWE champion, as the universal champion. And he has elevated that belt to the point. It's actually, to me, the more important belt. And if you notice the little nuances, he holds that belt up. He makes him hold it to the ring. He is, Everything he is, about wearing, he is wearing that WWE championship more and more. I'm noticing that, too. Yeah, but he always throws his universal up so he can say, look what I'm doing. This is the important belt. Yeah. I mean, little things like that. And I'm just... Mm-hmm. Well, he's the greatest universal champion in his short lineage. You know, By first it was Brock Lesnar, but now it's him. Yeah. And, and Brock had it for like 500 days. Yeah, but he wasn't. He? Yeah, remember when Brock had the belt yeah. on the chokehold after he beat Goldberg and oh, we thought he was going to lose the Roman oh, next year? Yeah, 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 but yeah. then he held it longer till the following SummerSlam. He did. He did. Yep. He did. He and that's when the Miz and uh, all of them was the Intercontinental title was the most important belt. Remember, right. they had that whole part fight was fighting for that. I'm just telling you, I just, at this point, I'm on the trip. Don't let him lose. I'm going to be, I'm going to root for Roman <laughs> until WrestleMania next year. I'm putting it on record right now. I'm going to be rooting. Do not let this man lose. He could take a vacation all the way till next year at the Royal Rumble and just show up. I'm okay. I am perfectly fine. The only thing I don't <laughs> like is they work themselves into a corner with two belts on one person. Hmm. I- I think I think it was a mistake. Like I don't think it was on purpose, but it's just man, he's he does such a good job, and it just only adds to his dominant character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was like he he was the number one guy as Universal Champion, but then when he got both straps, he was like, well, shoot. Now it make it makes sense that he would have both. Yeah, he said but, his um, family is dominating. That's the little nuances that I don't know if people caught on. Like they're dominating the industry. You look at what Jacob Fatu is doing. You look at what Lance on the wide and um, Juicy is doing as MLW tag team champions. You know they are yeah, dominating this industry. I think I think it's like you kind of gotta. I think if you're smart, it's a as a full promoter or an independent or a national brand, you, and you have a someone that has uh, ties to the Fatu on family in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of like it's kind of like when you promote your show around WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> like. Like you, you use what they have to help yourself. That's why and, I call when Jay Bougie beat Lance. What he kept saying, I beat a member of the bloodline, and that raised his stock. Yeah, you know, because Solo was in that situation before Lance's, right? Because for a long time, yeah. for the longest time, Solo was kind of like everybody knew who he was, but he was mm-hmm. kind of like the representation of you know that the Anawai wrestling dynasty outside of WWE. Like somebody always outside of WWE carried that low, <laughs> and it was always fight, uh, Jacob Fatu. And it was solo at one point because I, I remember everybody kept saying he looked like he, he is just like the Usos. He had the long braids. Yeah. And everybody's yep. like, oh, yeah, he looks he looks smack like one of the Usos. And you know before that? that, it was the, what the Tongan kid. You know, it yeah. was so many, you know, back when the um, Samoan SWAT team was mm-hmm. becoming the head shrinkers. You know, you had Tongan kid over he there. But then Tongan kid because he yeah. was huge outside of WWE because, you know, exactly. then he did his gimmick where he was looking like the rock. Have you ever yeah. seen a Tongan kid dressed up like the rock? No, wait, no. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to see it. Like okay. he, had a, he had a gimmick where he was like, tr- like being like The Rock, and he just looks almost like he looks like the guy who plays The Rock in Young Rock, the TV show. Oh wow! Oh, and uh, and it was just like you know that was kind of his. Did y'all gimmick finish that bit. season? I need to go back and watch the last. That's oh, what I, I should have been watching. I did. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell. I won't tell you. That's one of my favorite show. shows. I, yeah. Also, because Brother Brad had to catch up. Remember, Brother Brad? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I couldn't remember. 
I quit up. <laughs> you see? I quit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, and that's that's exactly where I was going at. Uh, yeah, casual shout out to casual wrestler. You know, he putting the family on top. And man, look, Roman came in the room like he laughed at everybody. Pretty much like, huh, I beat y'all favorites. <laughs> you know, and, and he's somebody who has like that aura about him. You know what I mean? And it's like what I can imagine how people like. Let's just say there was a podcast space and it was a media space in the nineties. People would have felt that same way about the Rock. In the, oh, in yeah, the late '90s, you know, and it, uh, Mack was but right. here's the thing about Roman, and it's something that we got to really, really think about. He's the first one to do a lot of things right, and he's not getting credit for it. Because remember, the well, WWE far as being, first being patient. Well, no, I'm just saying like, <laughs> that's where it starts, back, right? Yeah, because I hated Roman. Never gave. Yeah, me he that. came back mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. he was the first one wearing the shoes to make you pay attention, right? He was the first mm. one to hold a double belt and do it right. He was the first one to figure out how the heel character will work and not be cheesy. Like, if you think mm. about it, most of the time when you, all these other promotions that then gave people double belts, mm-hmm. like, it's just like, all right, what's the purpose now? Like Chris, like, like Chris Jericho. No, no, no. You see how he said, no, no, no. <laughs> hold on. Hey, Go I, 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 on left field. So, I had a double belt. Hold on, let me show y'all something. <laughs> that was not a segue, but you picked that one out. I mean, you know, thanks, thanks to my my good brother, brother Brandon. Look at that. I had, <laughs> you know, I, I, <laughs> he kind of looks. He kind of looks like Jericho posing. Like, <laughs> I feel. I feel like I feel like Jericho was the first person that kind of had to acknowledge me pose without actually saying it. Yeah. I mean, am did I wrong, brother? Give Jericho credit? Did you just? I did. did I have just... no problem with Jericho. I just want to see. You. I listen. I, I took a dig at him, and I just gave him a compliment. It's all about. Let me tell y'all though. This was my reaction. Shout out to my uh, um my co-host and my manager slash manager Ben. He snapped this photo when Cody had a, a near fall when it was, Cody was this close. <laughs> I just looked. And I was like, "Yours is almost as bad as, as my live reaction." Because I went on live and I deleted it, and I was, I was what. I forgot the way the reaction. This was him on live, bro. I forgot, I forgot that I had like left the live on because I was like, that was supposed to be my celebration moment, and I was just like, because because I, I, I got no. He like, was off to the side and everything. It was classic. Krista was like, "Yo, the realm just went live," and I was like, "Oh, well, we'll pull it up." My phone was like I said, I had to preserve my battery, and then it was gone. Bro, I was pissed. I was um. Yeah, I'm not going to. That was a it. moment. I'm glad I got the notification and clicked on what I said. <sighs> mm. The way was so, he was deflated. I'll tell you this though. This is the one year. This is the one uh-huh. time where people wasn't looking to the back after the match was over. Because the like last Survivor Series and last WrestleMania, everybody was like, "Okay, where is he? Is he Bro, coming?" I Ain't waited. Nobody, <laughs> nobody I was, was waiting for something else to happen. Like, no, this can't be it. <laughs> wow. But well, uh, quick, quick, quick recap. You, night one and night two. What's your favorite? Go ahead, Brian. What you say? I was, oh no, you gotta do that before I answer the question you asked me earlier. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Night one and night two, uh, brother Brandon. Night one. Okay, night one. So, Brian, as you said, which what, what night did you say, Brian? You said everybody night. says night one. I said for me personally, it was night two. Okay, so you said. Oh, I'm one. sorry. Can I add something? I forgot. No, about about yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about Finn Balor and Edge. I like the match. I was I happy. Y'all know I'm a demon. I'm a demon, 
you know, enthusiasm. I liked him as the demon character. I just hate sure. that he's now keep losing because remember when he came, it was a thing. He never lost at a favorite. Yeah. Movie. I love yeah. the entrance because he went back to his old music. Yeah. And it felt That's like when I popped. Pop. Yeah, when that boom, boom, I was like, oh, we going real demon. I thought it was going to be some hybrid Triple H metal version of his music again, like he did with Judgment Day. And he mm, had, yeah. I don't know, could you, I appreciate the face paint that he had red and purple in it. And mm. he was, remember when Edge hit him, he was like this. I was like, this is so I got to go back and watch it now. Because I missed, oh. I heard the music. What was it? I think, I know I went to, I went to the bathroom right after the uh, entrance. And then, because I was like, I can't wait. I was trying to wait to the Hall of Fame. I'm glad. I'll tell you what I'm glad I didn't. I, I almost left, but I said, wait, something going to happen when The Miz and um Snoop came out. Shout out to Snoop. Because that instant, like, that He's instant, good. like, yes. Save the show. Exactly. He's a so pro, was, man. Did y'all yeah. see the cameraman telling him punch Miz? Somebody got video of him. I, yeah, I saw that. I, I, I saw I it. Like, but oh, I, you ruined it. I thought Snoop was the man, but he still carried it. He, he did. Still, he did what he had to do because, but you couldn't see it. That's how smooth, like from where I was sitting, you, I was like in the one thirteens, right? So you couldn't see the cameraman tell him. So that's mm -hmm. how like subtle it was. I just seen him go over there, like, mm, and then do it again. And then uh, when he hit the people's elbow, I said, first of all, that looked like the people's elbow you hit on your pillow. Like, Bro, that that was <laughs> it was so safe. It was yeah. so safe. <laughs> I said it was perfect on the fly. Mm. It was perfect. But yeah, you saved, saved the segment. The mm -hmm. demon, if you watch the cage match, Edge Edge is bona fide Hall of Famer. But when Finn got hurt, you didn't even notice. He put all the attention on him because good, thank God. Is that when he went to get the ladders or something? Yeah, he just started yeah. pulling <laughs> stuff out. You knew something uh, was wrong, but Edge made sure that he was doing it big. So you bro, could I watch, came back but, and I saw blood. I was like, oh, so they got some color in this match. Yeah, I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah, but that was he cracked his head open. Yeah, I saw that when the car ride home. I was oof. And the only problem was I was so sick of Ed versus Finn, but I really think Finn should have won this one. Mm, me too. But, God dang it, Brandon. Ed's got to win something. He's been getting beat up for a year and a half now. But he no, beat him, at, him, and, him and his, Right, him and his wife won. The only thing he lost was Extreme Rules. I mean, yeah, I that's the that. one time. Right. Yeah, but he you still just, got beat up a lot. He just wanted to go away it. again and come back again. Because he I keep know. getting beat down and come back and make his triumph and return. I want yeah, him I think, to leave and grow his hair back out and come back with Christian. Am I asking too much, gentlemen? No. No. Okay, cool. No. no. And that was what I was looking forward to. I was kind of hoping, I had a little bit of hope that we was going to see Gangrel and Christian doing it. Me too. That wasn't going to happen. This much of me was like, come on now, I did this, that. Yeah, Tony Khan no. was like, yeah, they can use them, but, you know. You know how they go. But uh, That would have been a great moment. It, it, it would have been. So, so you said night one. Brian, that you say night two. I, I, um, yeah, I know. Not like I mean, fooling myself. Night two was night one was the better, or as far as the wrestling, um, you know. But yeah, for me personally, night two. All right. Well, like I said, we gentlemen, you believe it or not, we're close to wrapping this thing up. I told you, we're not yeah. sticking around here long, man. Um, but uh, going home. Yeah, yeah, we wrapping this up. So uh, back to you, Brian H. Yes, sir. Um, we probably got about maybe ten or fifteen minutes that we're going to kind of drag out of this. Um, but I asked you a question previously, and I mm -hmm. and I asked you about. Night one, there was rumors. We I don't know how legitimate it was with just fans, uh, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, about Charlotte and Rhea was supposed to main event night one, or they were set to. Mm -hmm. And you know, at, at over after a while, it kind of got out that you know it was 
speculation that it might be Sami Zayn versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos for the WWE Tag Team Champions. First time we get a tag team championship as a main event. Um, to main event WrestleMania, was it the right call or not? One thousand percent the right call. Okay. Um, we what we saw was so much in that. Right now, mm-hmm. before I get into that, I I can understand why people say. Charlotte and Rhea on the strength of Rhea won the Royal Rumble. So if you want to do something where, okay, the Royal Rumble winner's main event automatically, right? Let's just say, oh, oh, pencil in every time the Royal Rumble, night one, the Royal Rumble winner, it, night one and night two is a Royal Rumble winner. You just decide who, which one, right? I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But in this case, like Brandon said earlier, the strongest story. I also will say this. The tag team titles have been made more important then they Bingo. have been in a long time. Facts. Facts. You know. <clears throat> yeah, no, nah, I, I ain't gonna do it. Um, but yeah, this Uh-oh. this, this dark. No, nah, what I was gonna say is I, I really have to dig deep and think, is these are these not the most the like the most important wrestlers in a tag team championship match at WrestleMania since WrestleMania 9? Mm-hmm. When you got Hulk Hogan challenging for the tag titles. Now, understanding how big Hulk Hogan is in 93, right? Um, right. And you got him in a tag match. The first time ever he was on the undercard. That's what I was going to. But I, like I said, I got to think between now and then, right? But definitely mm-hmm. you have a former world champion in Kevin Owens, a guy who main evented WrestleMania the year before with Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? You got right. Sami Zayn, who was just made into a top guy, right? Then you have the Usos, who are top guys as tag teams, but also individuals. You know what I mean? Those guys draw. They draw money. So I think, you know, especially with that feel-good story, man, like I said, the way the place erupted. It was First like redemption, of, finally. It was definitely redemption, right? And, and a lot of people said, oh, we're not going to like this. If you mean tell me Sami Zayn's... Big moments going to be at WrestleMania with the tag titles. Well, first they said tag titles. But if you think about it, he won with his best friend. You saw the emotions. It was real. You know what have I mean? You, have must, you seen the previous tag team championships they won together? Hmm? Have you seen the, the, the picture of them winning? They, uh, I don't know. I think it was PWG somewhere else. I don't think it was Ring of Honor, but it might have been Ring of Honor. And then they had the three comparison photos. Oh wow! I didn't see that because I was like, they never yeah. won the WWE tag titles, right? No, they they, they put a clause together. Of, uh, first, it was it was, I think it's two photos of them as Kevin and El Generico, and then they had the last one of him and him and Sammy holding wow. the WWE tag championship. And I was like, so okay, so Taekwondo said it was running around. I thought it was. It was early, um, early, early um, years. Matter of fact, early years. I think when they, I think they faced off against the Briscoes. I could be wrong. Oh okay. I think that was yeah. one of the matches. Yeah. So so that's what it is. It was a Ring of Honor tag titles. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. picture of them holding the WWE and, and, Tag Team Championship, and, and, and that's the thing, right? First of all, you know they gave him, they they gave the moment, right? Usos come out first, Kevin Owens come out first, but then Sammy's music hit, place erupts, you know, and then the story they told. Like I went back and we rewatched the match, right? And I was like, man, it's loud on to hear, and it still doesn't do it justice. Um. And, 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 you know, I said, you know, I was, I was, y'all know how I get. I'm in full wrestling fan mode. So I'm standing to the side like this, upset. Everybody, you know, my whole team laughing, you know, uh, what you think was going to happen? Yada, yada, yada. 
the kid, little Zach, he's sitting up there. He happy because I was like, oh, you made your choice. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of fun. But it, I was like, you know what? Deep down inside, take away the kayfabe. I am so happy for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you know, for, you know, like all that they, you know, done, all they contributed. And so, yeah, this was definitely the right story. This was the right match. And I mean, at the end of the day, Rhea's a heel, too. Sure, you know, you, you're not yep. going to send the fans home unhappy both nights. Last year, let's not forget, Brock was the baby face going into the match. People forget mm-hmm. about that. So, you're not, you know, you're going to send the fans home happy. Like, no you don't have, it had it right. You don't have heels win three Trump. years in a row at yeah. WrestleMania to close out the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I, I thought this was great. It was a beautiful story told. And I'm excited to see what they do from here. Well, it sounds like we had a good overall WrestleMania for WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood as good as expected. I think a lot of people have maybe felt that The Rock was going to go into the Hall of Fame this year mm-hmm. just because of his success in Hollywood and kind of he's kind of one of the poster child or poster children of Hollywood. But I would overall, bring WrestleMania back to Miami. Um, I'm I, there's no doubt in my mind that at some point yeah. down the line, you know, it doesn't make its way. It just seems kind of almost like a no-brainer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you can celebrate the anniversary of when he first went to Miami, uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. And, um, but um, sounds like, like I said, it was it was a good WrestleMania overall. My cat is standing up because he got attitude. I'm not letting you out the room, so you had to get over it. I'm on the show. <laughs> He's got attitude looking at me. But uh, great, great WrestleMania. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> this is the WrestleMania that kind of got me out of my character, which is good. You know what I mean? Because I mm. You watch WrestleMania, you watch wrestling. After a while, it can become pretty stagnant, and you can get, you can kind of catch on the flow of everything. Mm-hmm. But I, I watched it with my family, and every they were just as pissed. They were like, "Man, it, like, it was so bad." They were like, "I don't think I want to watch." I'm sick of Roman always cheating. Like it, it did, like the the people in my house were like really like everybody went to bed just pissed. Like, nah, I'm done with this. Man. I'm sick of it. He always find a way to cheat, and, I, and like it was not like no like great show. No, everybody was genuinely pissed. Cause they're like, I'm sick of him always cheating. You know, <laughs> and I, including myself, brother Brandon mm, saw the footage, mm, and I was sitting mm. there like, "Yo, this is." I was 100% sold. Night two, code. I, I kept ball. doing this during uh, night one, and I kept popping everybody near me during night one when the Usos was losing. Solo, because he didn't show up, and I'm like, "Where is he? Where is he?" But when it all counted. Yeah, where he wanted to make sure he's still eating good steak and good sushi and getting flying on the private jets. He showed up. Couple takeaways from uh, WrestleMania. He's ready. It's definitely, and and, and I'm glad you mentioned this. This is what I'm segueing to. I'm glad you brought up Brian H because a couple takeaways from Mm -hmm. uh, WrestleMania and this storyline in general. There's a couple things that I had to come to grips with that. one bully Ray touched on it. Two, Brian, as you just kind of touched on it uh, a few seconds ago. I'm seeing the next version of the bloodline kind of be all about solo now, mm-hmm. right? You're seeing this kind of private build and, and a focus put on him because you, he's been the kind of the mystique of the group. He's just been the months ago. I mean, he, he did. He, he's been the baby muscle, you, but you know, you called this months ago, right here. I did, man. I, I, I try to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And and I'm watching him now have a, a larger role. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not about the group anymore. The bloodlines not necessarily. The Usos are kind of being shunned by Roman, as we saw, you know, and Solo is being, he's, you know, Roman is harder on him. Usually means that he's grooming him to make sure that he's, he can depend on Solo more than anybody because 
I, I can see this whole thing. I can see there's obviously a rift between Roman Reigns and the Usos, and I think that's the new story that they're going to tell, which is absolutely wonderful. The thing with Cody Rhodes. Um, Solo was wearing his own shirt. You notice that? Solo was wearing his own shirt. You know what I mean? Like his his action figure is set to come out soon. So it's like, man, it's it's almost like you know. The... Speaking of action figures, mm-hmm. real quick. Yep. Go to Patreon. I give you a nice tour in the superstore. Oh yes. Only one dollar exclusive video. And I sent it to the real way now. I say I'm about to I'm about to put this on the Patreon. And I was I, locked all the way in. <laughs> I, I, I said, man, I was standing there next to Kaz. I don't even know if you heard me. I said, yo, this was this was my boy Dwayne. I got to send him this. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, look, we well, get them both belts though. See, there it is. Because, like, first of all, that's in the center of the store, and, and I will say this: they had the Evolution belt on sale for two thousand dollars wow. with a signature. Um, they had that one. I, I saw the Kurt Angle belt you was talking about from a distance, but you know, I uh, I kind of like told a couple people to buy the belts. Oh, I said, look, go in the superstore, go on WWEShop.com and get your belt. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But I ain't get my side plates yet. I'm gonna order my side plates soon. How do you how did you feel about um how did you feel about them kind of merging kind of like what would have been accessed in kind of the superstore a little you know as much as possible? Would it give you a lot more displays because they didn't yeah. do the full you know full fledged convention style access like they usually do? It was cool. Um you know, I guess because I don't know that you know I it's different, that's for sure. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's also um uh probably a sanitary thing, you know, not so many people like climbing the ladders, jumping in the ball, well, you know, the ring and yeah. stuff. I I, I, I think I it's wish... also a money saver too though. Like yeah, I, that's one of the things that goes into the budget. I wish y'all could have got to experience that though. I think but... they would do it eventually at some point. I think now it's still still too fresh. Yeah, but um yeah, it was cool, you know, it's and this is free for everybody. So it's probably something that they figured people wasn't going to pay for. You know, like you said, money saver. Because last year you had to pay to sure, get yeah. into the superstore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Really? Um, be- yeah, you had to pay um, to get in. If I'm, Yeah, because I remember at one point last year I gave Krista my pass. But mm. you had to pay to get in and then walk around. And then certain stuff you had to pay for, like, different photo ops or whatever. I, I was, you know, because like our, like we was doing, we was literally doing our podcast in there. Now they did have a section where if you wanted to come see our interviews, because it was like from Priority Pass. So like before it was busted open before us, then us, and then like Ryan Satin was doing some stuff, then Daniel Cormier was doing some stuff. So you could watch these interviews and you could sit over there and play the video games, kind of like a chill spot. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but that. they did have the video games outside in the uh, general area too, but. It, it, it's cool. Oh, it's cool. different, you know. And I also wonder if it was a space thing too, just because of where it was. Sure. You know, because it's literally like the LA Convention Center was right next to the crypto, right? The house of Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. You know, that's still Staples Center to me. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's, <laughs> it's definitely Staples Center to me, but but yeah, man, it's it, it's a lot to come. But the, like I said, I, the the shock of the night to me was I, the surprise of the night was for me was the showcase match between the tag teams. Ricochet showed off. But that match, like I, I'm glad he called it a showcase match. It's because that's just call it what it is. It's a chance for the town to have this kind of a this spot monkey fest, which I think is a place for. And I think they did a great job with that with them in the women's match. The Cody Rose thing threw me for a loop, but Bully Ray said something on Bust Open Radio. 
Mm-hmm. It made a lot of sense that that I spoke about with Brother Brandon maybe the next the day after, and he was just saying like you know that I think we all thought he was going to have to try and return just be anointed king, but he said no, that's not even what Dusty would have done. He's like this is this is his version of hard times now. That's it's because <laughs> because Cody Cody sold us on how the story was supposed to end, mm-hmm. and I'm and we believed him. He's like no, it's going to be this way because my father didn't do it. This is how it's going to be, and now like no. You got to kind of walk your father's path, but you just have to complete this journey. But it's not the journey. Your father's journey didn't come in like uh, it come in right away and immediately, uh, you know, when the title first thing I called Brandon, I was like, brother, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, what are you talking about? I said, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes, man. That's the freaking blueprint. I said, oh, shoot. I wasn't even paying attention. I said, Cody, like Dusty Rhodes fought Ric Flair and the Forsman on so many different occasions. So by the time Dusty Rhodes did finally win the title, it was such a big deal because there was this feeling of hero's triumph. And I'm just like, man, Cody, Cody got us because we thought it was all about winning the championship that his father never, never attained to. And it was like, no, this guy's going to finish his father's story, but he's got to go through it first. Mind blown. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it coming. I'm not going to get into it now because I said we're not going to stay on here long. Um, but we'll, we'll save that for a different uh, platform, different conversation, different place to go. But uh, one last question, one last thing we have to address. Go ahead, Brian. H. You, you put that no, no, I was just no, just... no. Go ahead and pose. Go ahead. And, no, take the time to pose. <laughs> I'm like, put up the ones. I'm like, he's, he's, he's put up before you ask that last question. Let me ask you this, and this is just something to ponder. Well, I mean, if anybody thinks that night one main event wasn't the right choice, imagine that match going on before the women's match. No, that it, it would have made the women look bad. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's like, that's that's. that's, why... that's that's Tribulation Randy Orton after Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Yes. And you know what exactly. the crazy the women put on a hell of a match. And, you know, one yeah, of the best, it was, it one was, the best was... matches in WrestleMania history. It's yeah, just facts, that it was facts, in the facts. right spot. It was it, Both it was matches perfect. was in the right spot because that was definitely one of the, if not the greatest tag team match in WrestleMania history as far as two on two. I'm not comparing those triple threat, those triangle ladder matches. They're in a different class by themselves. But as far yeah, as two and two, tag team match. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you get in Triple H Jericho. That's a rock off. I mean, Rock and Hogan. No offense, Brandon. Yeah, because no, no, everybody would have been emotionally exhausted. Yeah, yep. it was, yeah, yeah. Because they would have been deflated. They were like, "Well, how do we cheer for this now?" You know, or I haven't seen what I came to see. Not to discredit Charlotte and Rhea, it would have been like, "Okay, uh, that was the meat and potatoes of WrestleMania Night One." They, Those two they matches. Knew. They knew what the heck they were doing because after Cody Rose lost the room, I was done with wrestling. I said, I'm finished. I can't take another. <laughs> I was supposed to go back and watch the Hall of Fame tonight. I said, screw it. I'm not. Leave me alone. I was going to go back and watch Stand and Deliver. I didn't even watch that. I said, oh, nope. okay. I said, I'm you done. I tripping. Get- Stand and Deliver is good. I'm looking at it now. I had to go back and get myself <laughs> together. But uh, last question before we get out of here. And um, we don't have to take too long. No, enough, I didn't just- meet Victor Newman, uh, Raj. Wow. Um. Do you see, I, see what it said, though? Vince Sterling. <laughs> anyway, uh, WWE has been sold to Endeavor Sports. They emerged with Endeavor Sports along with USC to uh, create a $21 billion live sports entity with uh, ex- uh, uh, Vince McMahon in exchange for a controlling stake in the WWE. He has been named executive chairman over this joint venture now. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's ex- executive chairman over WWE, I guess, uh, UFC, and I guess whatever portion of uh, Endeavor Sports. I'm not too familiar, but I'm sure I'll do my research at some point in regards to how that's all going to work. And um, they, there was rumors about Vince being in charge of creative. You know, when they asked him, are you in charge of creative? He said yes and no. 
He said only on major decisions, but he won't be in the weeds anymore. And there was speculation and rumors come out about how a Monday Night Raw fell flat because of, once again, there was rumors of uh, script changes, last minute stuff like that. And that has Vince McMahon's fingers written all <laughs> over it. And uh, it, immediately the fans got worried. Now, the, the conflicting part was Triple H came out. It seemed like he kind of cut a promo like we're not going anywhere. So I, I don't know. Are you, are you telling Vince that you're like, not? you can come back if you want, but we're still going to push the envelope and do what we do? You know what I mean? Uh, mm. or, or was that him just trying to smooth things over? And, uh, you know, trying to, to add, you know, try, try to not not allow that to, you know, disrupt people or make them uncomfortable. Because, you know, I, I'm sure some portion of that statement may have been true or may be true. But I know dirt sheets are dirt sheets. And, uh, you know, people say all kind of things for in exchange for money to be relevant. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, what, what do you guys think about Vince McMahon having a say-so in creative again? Maybe not, maybe not necessarily like controlling it 100%, but, you know, having having now the ability to overstep his bounds, veto some things, and, you know, kind of put his input in spaces where he couldn't necessarily do that before, which does it make sense to me is because he was the majority owner as far as the shareholder were mm-hmm. concerned. That means he should have the right to do it anyway, and he didn't kind of do it. You know what I mean? That's not something... If if he did have some, it wasn't obvious. So while all of a sudden he sells a controlling stake in his company, he still he retains the same position as executive chairman, which he was when he pretty much owned the company. While all of a sudden now is he considered to be in charge of creative or whatever? I don't know how that goes as far as business is concerned or the way WWE's business structure was set up in the whole situation with him. But um, what do you guys say? I mean, you, you don't necessarily address the rumors, but what what do you think about uh? Vince being having a say so creative. Well, Dylan yeah. just said it. Um, SmackDown will be a telling sign. Um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things is he said he ain't gonna be in the weeds no more. So it means he's not gonna be doing a lot of traveling. You know, I mean, this was easy. It was in Hollywood. He went there to go, you know, finish the sale, finish the job, and you know, he sure. was right there. It, you know, SmackDown's in Portland. Is he going to go to Portland? Is he going to be back on the road? You know, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting. We we gotta wait. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I'll say I'll wait till then. Because but, they said uh, this before, remember? They look all yeah. you know, and and that wasn't necessarily the case. Triple H made it very clear. Like, hey, mm-hmm. no, that's not the case. I know what it seems like. I know he's back in the office, but you know, Vince has yeah. said I firmly trust Triple H. He's in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah, exactly. So I think I think um we're gonna look at this, I'm hoping, within three weeks, six weeks, and say, Okay, Raw after Mania was a dud, it was a mistake. And all the rights have been wrong. I tell you one thing, um, Jay White, hurry up and made his decision. And uh, he's now, all that, elite. Is that, is that true or is that? Well, he's all elite. It was the the, the he showed up on uh, AEW Dynamite, and Tony Khan put the graphic out there. Um, it's underwhelming. Oh, 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 so that was today. Yeah, that was today. Okay, uh, got b- it. Because the the rumor you saw the rumor that he was uh, WWE was no longer pursuing him. That's see, the rumor. I see, I don't know how much he was really, you know what it, I mean? That's another thing, right? You know? Um, so who knows? Uh, but I was, you know, I think that this could be interesting, especially when you start to see just the business model of when they, you know, all right, a couple years ago, right? Uh, what was the year I left ESPN? 2015. That was the year WWE right. had just got the deal or whatever with them, right? Well, you know, when they was ESPN was gonna start covering WWE more. Coach said he wanted to create a fight 
weekend, right? Where mm-hmm. ESPN would like for they would go to because like in Brooklyn it was uh SummerSlam and then it might have been something else nearby. It was a UFC nearby, right? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to create like this super fight coverage weekend. I think now having both of these companies in bed together, you might start to see that, right? So let's just say next year at WrestleMania, you might have um, a UFC event in Philly or right on the outskirts of Jersey. And now you got this big super weekend. The main thing I'm really looking forward to and really to be honest, which is kind of concerning, is hoping to stay on Peacock. Don't do nothing else where it's like UFC plus, right? And then you got to still pay for the pay-per-view. I don't want to go back to paying for pay-per-views. That's, you know, jumping Amen, in, brother. Amen. <laughs> you know, to the business side of things. Keep that deal with Peacock. So I, I can stream. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't see them doing it because they make too much money from Peacock. That's almost a billion dollars. That's another billion it, dollar deal, isn't it? You know, in that like it, I mean, is. Was... Yeah, and it, it is, but you know, even if they say, Okay, well, look, we can still keep you can still keep all the shows on there, but we're gonna take away the premium live events. Okay, that, so, you, so you're more concerned about the pay-per-views, the premium Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I know they're going to probably keep all the stuff on there. Just don't take away the premium live events. Don't make us pay extra. You know what I mean? Well, y'all wait back. three months to see the pay-per-view for free so, on Peacock. So, so what like, did they bring? Like ROH is doing, because ROH is, you got to wait months to see the pay-per-view mm-hmm. on ROH um, streaming service on Honor Club. So so you don't want to bring back the WWE Network? Oh, yeah, but... Not at the cost of paying per pay per view or premium live event. But what, what I mean, was it always the case though? Like, wasn't it if, if you had the network, it was already paid for? Yeah, but you know, I, I think I'm wondering with this new endeavor, you know, you got these heads in the same building and they saying, well, look, people still pay for it. You know, you got that's what I'm concerned about. Uh, yeah, I guess you got a point because, like I said, if you have Comcast, you have Xfinity, you got Peacock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's you know, it's kind of like a plus part of your bill. Uh, okay, Br- brother Brandon, what's what's your take before we get out of here? Because we, we told you so, we're out of here, brother. First endeavor, like I was just doing some research on them, seeing what people are saying, looking them up. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, they're like a talent management company where they manage the different stars. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus right there. Second plus is when you look at the sale, they own 51% of WWE and WWE still has 49% of the shares, all that stuff. So it's still WWE and they're still, they're keeping the presidents the same. The con is going to be on one. They don't write on the other. So it's good. It, it looks like they're going to function as two different entities with the same parent company. I look at it like, you know, how all these different, um, movie companies and all these different broadcasters are under one umbrella, but it's like, okay, we know Marvel is under Disney, but it's still Marvel. I Got think it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thing it's gonna be. Sort and, of a parent company thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think we're going to get a lot of, a lot more integration with them. And it's going to be a more seamless thing where we can, they don't have to do a Twitter war. It can be somebody showing up freely. The only thing is, and you might correct me if I'm wrong with UFC, they're heavy on the sponsorships per person because their contracts are different. So like sure. Brian could have Pepsi, you could have Coke, and we both be UFC fighters. It's not like a thing where, no, you got to have Snickers or like WWE does. Um, speaking of which, thank God we didn't get a uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch match. We only got advertisement. But yeah, um, was, I, I was waiting for the bowls and the cereal oh, box. Hold on, no. yeah. let, me, let me show you all something, though. Uh-oh, he's got a box oh. of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> Oh my God, we're Ray Mysterio. So then the other thing is, it's wow, an look interesting at that. Sit back 
Shout out to WWE for this one. Y'all know Shane McMahon was trying to get Vince to buy UFC, ironically, which would have made sense for the talent, but I think it would have been the death of UFC because at the time, WWE was so family-oriented. I don't want to say PG-13 because that sounds horrible, but (laughs) as long as this motivational speech that Triple H did doesn't lead to somebody disappearing because every time there's a motivational speech and something happens, somebody disappears within a day or two. Um, so I've been kind of nervous lately because he said that and then Raw fell flat. And then all these reports, oh, Vince is back. I think a lot of people are jumping through the loops. I think mm-hmm. this merger makes sense because what if Disney would have brought him? We would have Captain America versus John Cena. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just giving you an idea. If Saudi Arabia would have bought it. There would have been no shows in the United States. WrestleMania would be in Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah. I think that this was the safest thing to keep mm-hmm. the product where it is because anybody else, and there's other companies could have brought it, but they would have brought it and said, goodbye, Vince McMahon. This is what it is. We would have had stuff. We probably would have been more commercialized and we would see people rings gear with Snickers going down the side of their pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So this was probably yeah. the safest bet. And the most thing to get us um, keep the fans happy, but I really do see more now. It's not going to be SummerSlam. We're going to see a cross promotion by next year this time. It'll be, yeah, WWE, not necessarily a forbidden door type of thing, but oh, look who's in the crowd. Oh, sure, WWE yeah, yeah. That, that cross here. advertising oh, thing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look. Ronda Und- Rousey is back at UFC because they had Las uh, Vegas. Und- un- Undertaker, Michelle McCool, and audience that trying to. You know, and they probably can advertise it. Undertaker will be here, special guest USC event. And I don't think they would. I don't know if you noticed, this was the first time at a premium live event. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I just missed it. And they kept saying, if you're a subscriber of Peacock Premium, you'll see this. Or not, we'll be right back after the commercial break. I was like, are they really plugging people to upgrade their subscription if you don't already have it? Because Brian called me out when he came over. He's like, oh, you got to watch commercials. I was like, I ain't paying extra for. I'm getting the same premium live event that you're getting, but I just don't. I don't need another commercial full of a story because they're gonna show it to me anyway. So right. <laughs> I just hope I, if we go back to the WWE Network, go back to the 9.99 or even a tier model where you get this, you get that. Because I would pay for the old WWE Network. I would pay 9.99, 19.99 if mm. that means I got every pay per view for free. But I could search like I used to with the WWE Network. Yeah. If I could get that. Because Peacock is giving us a lot of exclusives, but WWE Network was on the brink of giving us those exclusives at first. And remember, the WWE Network still exists in certain parts of the world. It's just that Peacock is in the United States for us. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it could make a return. And I wouldn't mind a, a WWE UFC Plus or whatever they want to call it. Or they want to call it Endeavor Plus. I don't know why we keep saying this Plus with everything, but I'll be perfectly fine. The WWE Black. Wow. Why would it be black and gold? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm excited to see what's going to happen because this was probably the safest bet. It's kind of mm-hmm. when I looked at it, I said, oh, it's like when, and this will t- date my age, when Provident disappeared and Wachovia showed up. It's not that the bank went away, it just changed its name. Wow. Um, thing with all these banks that's disappearing, but they're getting absorbed by other banks. Yeah, it's still the product is still there. And look at Sprint and T Mobile. Sprint. Yep. Disappear, but you First still say, are. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're they yeah, were merging together, and then all of a sudden there's no sprint, it's just T Mobile. 
Yeah, but that's I think this is probably the safest bet that because you can't have WWE disappear. It can't become UFC because you're not going to have Brian with his two kids go to WWE and go to UFC at the same time. Brian's going to go with Dwayne to UFC. Brian's not going to take his two kids to um, UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I like. I think that was a is a very prominent point that you made. Is that um, it's in a situation where. You, you have a, a parent company that's like, we're in the live event business. You know what I mean? It's not like they don't have an agenda for the product. They're like, no, we like what you do, but let's join these our resources together so we can turn this into a bigger situation for both these companies. Let's take, we can take UFC to new heights. We can take WWE to new heights together underneath this one umbrella. Like I say, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's estimated $21 billion joint venture at the end of the day. You know, especially Vince McMahon getting older at this point and just kind of trying to find outside security of not having to be responsible for the company anymore. And, um, you know, he got his money's worth. You know, he got his $9.9 billion, whatever he's looking for. But, um, but yeah, we're not going to harp on that for too long. We're going to wait and see what happens at the end of the day. I trust Triple H as long as he's in charge. We'll, like I said, we'll, if, if this gets out of hand, screw it. I don't even give a crap. I'm, I don't care. I will watch old stuff. You know how I get down. But um, I'm going to a coma. Listen to me. I don't care. I'm telling you, I got enough. I've seen enough good wrestling. I will. I will live from 2023 on Mac if I have to. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, yeah, like, great. What you watching? Wrestling from 2015. Yeah, AEW. I'm. I'm going to get into. I'm going to try to watch more AEW now, just with their roster. Adam Cole being back and Jay White signing with AEW. Huge additions. Um, I. It, it's the only reason I want him to sign with WWE is for selfish reasons. Is because I want him to get a Mattel Elite action figure. <laughs> but getting getting a Jazz Wears figure from AEW just as good, and I feel like we have hope now because he has officially signed, and they work really really fast. Mm. So I'm looking forward to get. I'm just happy that he's with one of the main companies, so I can, I finally get my Jay White action figure. So I'm okay with it. Mm. And I think he had a he has a better chance to be a bigger star in AEW immediately. He wasn't as big of a star coming out of New Japan as a Kenny Omega was. Uh, so I, I just didn't really see him fitting in the WWE anywhere. I don't think the WWE audience will be overly familiar with Jay White as they would have been with anybody else. Um, so yeah, I will I think say it, this though. Uh-huh. Um, before we close out, Brian Danielson tonight reminded mm-hmm. me of De- fickle Daniel Bryan. He yeah, is put, and then especially when he put the screw in uh, uh, Adam Page's face, they, yeah. they are really coming to beat people up. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see this. Yeah. So this and this and this is what this is what I've been looking for. I need star power. I need great matchups. I need things that make sense to me. And I don't have time for an entire show full of people that you're going to rebuild. Like mm-hmm. I turned I turned to TNA back in 2004 is because I saw Billy Gunn on the show. I saw Jeff Jarrett on the show. I saw Buzz Hair Kevin Nash on the show. I saw Sean Waltman do a run, and I was like, wait a minute. I saw Rhino do it. I like, wait, I, everybody that's not in WWE right now that all my favorites from WCW and ECW are in this TNA place. You know what I mean? Like, that was enough. And I learned about the Sanjay Dutts. I learned about the AJ Styles. I learned about the Christopher Daniels and the Elix Skippers and the America's Most Wanted. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, that's what I've been looking for from AWC's matches. I need important names to help make me care about these other names you have there. So I, I'm. This is. I'm. You know. This, if there's ever a time to give, I don't think AEW is ever going to get it right. To be honest with you, but it's as long as it's better. Than, <laughs> as long as it's better than what it was, man. I'm. I'm. You know. I can enjoy if, the match. They stop making major announcements. They'll be okay. Yeah. Just keep that. Nigel McGinnis. They're going to London. Right. Okay. That's nice. Blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's a press release. That's not a oh, I got exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's thank a press you. release. That's, that's exactly what that is. But we're not going to talk negative about AW, even though I just never mind. Yes, Brother, we are. Because on that note, no gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. He's no longer a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Hook is always a big gangster. Come on, cut it out. He's Hook is that dude. I don't know why he's got it. I didn't know FTW was like a real championship that you defend, but I guess wrestling doesn't have to make sense. It was wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Look, look, anyways, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On that note, brothers, great WrestleMania recap. I'm glad mm-hmm. we had a great show. First night back from WrestleMania. And I guess mm-hmm. we start the new wrestling school year, the, the, the new wrestling <laughs> season in sports. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it, brothers. We have a lot to get to after this. So I guess on that note, we out. Peace. Houston, we have a problem. Yes!